It's a new year, and there's plenty to be excited about. The Game of Thrones series finale is coming. So is Google's competitor to Microsoft's HoloLens and Kitty Hawk's two-seat electric aircraft. V-neck sweater vests will be back, and Martin Scorsese's The Irishman is sure to rock the box office. Is there anything left to look forward to? Yes, dear listener, yes. And in this brief preview, we'll look back and we'll look forward at what's arriving in 2019 on Ruby Apps Insights. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm flying solo. Unfortunately, though, not in a Kitty Hawk, but high above Manhattan in Studio 55. Today's episode will share a few of last year's hits, and then we'll touch upon some of the topics that we'll be covering in upcoming pods. First, let's get nostalgic, and then let's get excited about 2019, because it's going to be awesome. From the five must-asks for marketers episode, Let's talk a little bit about security. That's one of the most important things. It's relevant for a number of reasons, as Scott mentioned, to marketers. How do you know if you're doing it well? How do you know if you're doing it poorly? That's a great question. So there's a number of ways that you want to implement security for your firm's digital marketing efforts. Um, we have an offering called Ruby Shield, which provides a number of different technologies that ensure that your site is secure and that it is regularly scanned and audited to ensure ensure that compliance with, with security standards. The world of, techno- of, of digital security, of internet security, of web security keeps evolving and um, there are a large number of attack vectors that get defined by various bodies in, this, in the space as well as um, governmental agencies and so there are tools that you can use to scan your site, your digital marketing properties against those issues and ensure that none of them are present in your on your digital properties. From the conversion rate optimization episode, how would a marketer think about putting all of this to work and for what reasons? So that's a really good question. Um, and just from a from a top level, it's really about you know the customer journey, the business development flow and at the end of the day, making uh, turning a cold lead into a warm lead. And so I'll give you an example. Um, you have a website, it's got a form that has a few preferences on it, or, or maybe they go to a, a, a page about some specific expertise that um, your professional services firm is known for, and there's a sign up for alerts um, link. And they sign up for the alerts, it then gets captured in your CRM, where you have their name, their email, and other information, as well as their preferences for, um, let's say, energy. So this client is interested in energy and emerging trends around energy, and there will be an event soon where one of the um, people at the firm is speaking about energy, um, new energy, um, and so you will send out an invite to this person who will then get an email, see that it's about something they're interested in, go to the event, and that could then be locked in your CRM and put in a list for um, you know people at your firm to already know a lot about this person and say, hey, oh, I know that you are on our website and you're interested in energy and I wanted to you know, talk to you a little bit more about that. And so it turns a cold lead to, hi, this is my name and 
what brings you here to, uh, you know, jumps to the third or fourth step in the conversation and I think um, makes that person a little more comfortable and more, more willing to engage in a conversation that you want them to have. From Bing Webmaster Tools episode. Mason, you recently wrote an article about the topic of Bing Webmaster Tools. So firstly, what is Bing? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Second trip here to the podcast room. Uh, this is Bing. Studio 55, Studio so 55, respect the sure. environment and the elevation of the <laughs> prestige that comes along with Studio 55. Certainly, my apologies. Bing is essentially Google, but it's Microsoft's version of Google. It's a search engine that a lot of people use. Really? A lot of people use it. I had barely heard of it. I knew that it was out there. I wouldn't have necessarily come to it. So who's using Bing and what's important about it? Uh, about 30% of Americans are using Bing. It's important because Bing is the default search engine on Windows-based machines. Since Microsoft owns Windows and Bing, they want you to use their product as much as possible. From podcast renaissance or renaissance episode. I believe I said renaissance and you said renaissance, so I just want to, is there a, an appropriate way to pronounce the word? I would go with renaissance, but that's my Long Island roots. <laughs> the, the question about the subject of the podcast is very important. So you mentioned their content strategy. They may have a content strategy. They may not. I would always recommend having a podcast about a specific subject as opposed to about everything. So if you're in a professional services firm, you shouldn't have a podcast named Professional Services Firm Inc. It should be about energy or a specific area of your expertise or your services or offering. For example, um, if you do have a podcast about energy, you can create multiple podcasts about natural gas and oil etc. You could also create a podcast just about natural gas and get really granular and have series and, and different podcasts about natural gas and things that are going on like fracking, etc. From run your marketing organization like a startup episode. I think one of the other things that might be worth raising to the fore is not just the language in which they're referred to by but the notion of cultural dissimilarity or the associations that people have culturally with what it means to be a startup versus what it means to be a Fortune 500 professional services firm? I think that you see in, in a Fortune 500 and larger, or in a larger organization, it certainly doesn't have to be that large, <laughs> but in, in a larger organization, you know, anything when you started talking about hundreds of, of, of employees and on up, um, I think that you see that there are leaders or innovators that emerge in that environment and don't take the status quo uh, for, you know, aren't complacent. They're not, they're not satisfied with this is the way we've always done it. They're not satisfied with this is the way it's done here. And instead they either, either through their own drive and ambition or by looking at other organizations that are able to accomplish more, they bring these ideas into that culture. Now for our forecasts, all of which, of course, are subject to change since we, like our software, balance on the cutting edge. In upcoming episodes, we'll likely cover 
one metrics and making business decisions based on those measurements and key performance indicators where to begin which tools to use and how to move the needle two accessibility wcag known affectionately or otherwise in some circles as witchhag is finally garnering the attention and consideration of people in high places and companies of all types must evaluate how to approach it the key question is whether you're able to do it proactively or whether you're trying to repair a leaky sink with the water still turned on. Three, marketing automation can exponentially increase the reach of your human resources while also helping to capture critical information about new business leads and existing customers and devotees. Are you automating processes? How and why? Four, Everyone knows that social media is important. Do you know why? And are you focused primarily on building your brand organically? If you are, unless you're a pop star or a true influencer, you may not be building your brand at all. Five. That's where a paid content strategy comes in and where balancing budget, effectively targeting your audience, and serving up ads and offerings that convert can make a difference between a post that flops and a prospect that flips your revenue projections. Six. Do you feel a need for speed? Yes, you probably do. In some parts of the world, users can expect internet connections to serve content up at more than 50 megabits per second. That's fast. The bottom line is that the new expectations bar for how quickly your site should load is pretty high, like instantaneous. We'll chat about speed and user experience and how to optimize for both. Seven. Does your brand stand out? How is it perceived, experienced, consumed, and differentiated from the competitive set? Or just all the other slog fighting for eyeballs and earballs? What are earballs? Cascading your brand across all touch points and having all team members effectively be representatives of your brand is a tall order. So is making the right impression during a sales pitch. How can you keep all of this in mind while delivering quickly and memorably while under pressure? Eight. Today's content is converging and then it gets distributed. Your digital assets, key messages, one-pagers, tombstones, tweets, chirps, barks, and woofs, yep, woofs, are all being crafted and blasted out into the world. That's a reference to woof.com for you Office fans. How do you keep them together, but separate, evolving, but consistent? What is your single source of truth? How can your distributed team work collaboratively within one system and then broadcast across multiple channels. Nine. Digital transformation. Yeah, that's an old term that everyone's been talking about for a while, but for many, it's now actually happening. So welcome aboard the crazy train. There are no seats and we're going fast and it's awful bumpy. Toot toot. 10. And finally, let's get personal and have a relationship. How can your B2B brand get target audiences to proverbially swipe right? In part, it's by showing them what they want, and smart content is the way to get there. Happy New Year!
So if all that's not enough to get excited about, or if you have topics that you'd like to hear on Ruby Apps Insights, reach us via rubyapps.com. And from all of us here at Ruby Apps, have an awesome 2019. Ruby Apps Insights is recorded at Studio 55 and is hosted by Alexander Kotler. For more insights and detail on Ruby Apps and enterprise software developed by Rubenstein Tech, visit rubyapps.com. Until next time, have an awesome every day.